0: Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show.
1: At one two nine two zero Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California. At Undercity Comics, keeping up with the Nerds presents issue number one thirty one. One thirty one. Yes. My name is Nick Valero. Renee. And welcome to the show. I'm not gonna lie. I totally, that was like the last yeah, thing no, on my mind for it a second. A, it has been it, yeah. has been. it has been. It was the last thing on yeah. my mind this week. Well, if um, anything, Brian can fix it. Yes, yeah, Brian's fault. It's Brian's <laughs> fault. Uh, in case you guys haven't noticed. Brian has left us. We have not. He's not physically here. He's not physically here. But we have our own little friend, Boba Brian. Boba Brian. Boba Brian is going to be, is here with us. And what do we do when Boba Brian's here? Boba drinks. Boba drinks. It's just, we we had to. We just had to do it. It's, Mm -hmm. Boba Brian is here. He actually demanded it. Yeah. He was very He was saying some pretty outlandish stuff if if we didn't do it. I mean, it was ridiculous.
0: Brian, if that was true, don't say anything.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Yeah. Today we have a we have a pretty packed episode. We're going to be talking about a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, you know, how, how was your week though? It was good. It was good. Um, it was pretty good. I did. Uh, I've been really
0: grinding on God of War Ragnarok, and then just last night I have finally finished
1: the main campaign. Hey! Yeah, it was fun nice. it was fun oh, how did you, man how did you like it overall in case oh, anybody hasn't finished yeah. God of War Ragnarok mm-hmm. I don't know what you did uh, <laughs> it was it, it's a solid game yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the mm-hmm. hell out of it you know mm-hmm. it's so it, it was so good um no, we we won't go over anything that's spoilery for the game. Yeah, I mean it's Ragnarok, so I mean if you kind of know what happens in Ragnarok, yeah. that kind of happens in the game. Um, we won't talk about anything that's like super revealing because mm. honestly, those are really cool moments, and I would hate to take that away from anybody. Definitely, definitely. But how? What was your experience with God War? So playing it, I was really interested to
0: see how it was gonna end. You know, you're starting it out. You know, Atreus is older. Kratos is now kind of more like letting atreus do his thing now. Yeah. And along the way, you know, you see he's growing up and he's developing more and stuff like that um as a god. And um <laughs> and it's pretty interesting. You get I- to see
1: great character arcs between past characters and then new characters as well too. It was so interesting because I was watching a trail I was watching a behind the scenes mm-hmm. of God of War Ragnarok and Christopher Judge was talking about the guy who plays Kratos. Yeah. He was talking about interacting with the actor that plays Atreus. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "It's so different from the last game mm-hmm. because when he was little I was really watching out for it. Like, when we were doing scenes together, he would really just kind of do what I said to do. Like, he would just... He would take it to consideration and then actually follow it. Yeah, Yeah, he would follow what exactly we were saying. So, like, whether it was the direction or anything else, he would just do it to the letter. Yeah. And when he came to being in Ragnarok he was like can I do one for you one for me Mm -hmm. or like I have an idea of how Atreus would do this Mm -hmm. or you know oh I think Atreus would say this line a little bit differently is that okay and he was like yeah like he was very he was a lot more independent as not only a person but an actor Mm -hmm. and he thought that was so cool like Mm -hmm. he he even said too he goes I'm I'm watching him grow up Mm -hmm. and it's so hard for me to kind of recognize this small kid is becoming an adult right in front of my eyes Mm -hmm. and he he even said so i kind of knew what kratos is kind of feeling and how the game progresses you start seeing more and more independence Mm -hmm. and everything so that was really cool Yeah. yeah yeah it was really really fun
0: and then to see how it you know ties it all together towards the end was really good
1: um the music is amazing oh, the too. music is so good the music is so good i i think after i finished it i was playing the music in my car for a while <laughs> yeah i really liked it especially
0: <laughs> the, the the final act in the game which is um, really yeah. cool um really epic yeah you know? um so many different parts in that last part are really cool and really fun it reminded me of you know when you fight boulder yeah. You know, it's the same thing, you know, with with a final boss in this one as well, too. And it really, it didn't, it didn't like wrap everything up, but it did kind of ended one thing, but then, you know, it opened a door for Atreus and then it kind of left you a little, basically a little window was open for Kratos at the same time.
1: Yeah. It's interesting to mm-hmm. kind of see, because I was telling, I was talking to you about it, mm-hmm. uh, when you while you were playing it, and I, I was saying that the some of the greatest moments inside of God of War, Ragnarok, had has to be the the moments where uh Atre I mean, where Kratos is talking about the past games mm-hmm. with people in the Norse mythology mm-hmm. and he's kind of like and people are just kind of amazed of what happened what in these did. games yeah. and the things he did. Uh-huh. And, you know, oh my gosh! Like you're like that's a joke, right? Like yeah. that didn't actually happen. And yeah. he's going, no, that's yeah. you didn't
0: really kill. Was it the the three? You didn't kill the, the fades. Yeah, the fades. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I thought it was so funny that one of the one of the character uh, was it that one of the characters just goes, hey, is it true? Like it was more uh, it, I thought of it more as fable when I heard it. Yeah. And he goes, why? What did what What did you hear? Yeah. He goes, well, I heard that Zeus killed you. <laughs> then you went back in time. Mm-hmm. Then you went to go to the Fates. Yeah. And then the f- you then murdered the Fates. Yeah. So that way you can then reverse time mm-hmm. and then chill Zeus? Yeah. He's like, yes. And,
0: he's like, <laughs> and he goes, yes. And they're just like, wait, what? It's like a they super can, convoluted kind of yeah. story.
1: And then he's like. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. yeah, that happened. That was true. <laughs> or uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, I, uh, I you don't have the seahorses in your land, brother? Oh, yeah. And then he starts talking about the battle with Poseidon. Yeah. And then he goes, yeah, I murdered one once. <laughs> and then yeah. the, the, the water horse is like, ah! He goes, you probably shouldn't bring that up. And that's probably a bad idea to bring yeah. that up. But, yeah, so, I mean, that game is really cool. If you guys haven't played it yet, yeah. go check it out. It's a solid, I would say it's a solid 80 hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, by far. I was
0: I was getting sidetracked a lot, and the game does a great job, like how Spider-Man did it too, where it really it opens a door in these subplots, yes, and you feel almost inclined to do it, yes. When they mention, oh yeah, you know, when one of when you're in, I think you're in Um Vanheim, and like one of those dwarves, uh, people that do like the manufacturing and stuff, you know, makes all your gear. She was like, oh, yeah, get that orb for me, which I love that character. I love there's, like, a southern kind of dwarf. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Did you manage to get that orb? You know? <laughs> She's like, I yeah, got something she, special for you. She me. got
1: the orb. I actually, I think I used that armor, like, the uh, armor that she gives you for the rest of the game, mm. just because it looked cool. Because, mm-hmm. uh, And then one of my buddies was like, just, you, just, you can use whatever armor you want. I was yeah. like, yeah, but this armor looks cool, so I'm going to move. I'm going to change my entire play style <laughs> so I can play with this There armor. you go. <laughs> yeah, same here. And I just am... I had to
0: get used to that, too. I had to kind of, like, pick and choose what I needed to do, what ambulance went with what. It
1: it was funny, though, because he then told—a buddy of mine told me, he goes, if you just max out an armor, Mm -hmm. you can change the cosmetics of it you can change what it looks like. Oh, really? Yeah, you can oh. actually change. So if you liked a specific armor, mm-hmm. if it's in your inventory, mm-hmm. and, but you maxed out this armor, mm-hmm. you can change the cosmetics of this armor, but it has all the stats. Oh, that's good. Okay. So cool. that way you can like have whatever favorite armor you had or anything like mm-hmm. that. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, yes. Just always remember, uh, if you you know, make sure to follow us on our socials. You know, make sure to follow us on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Keeping Up With The Nerds. Also go to keepingupwiththenerds.com. We have a lot of newsreels. We have uh, videos that pop up there. We also have, uh, you know, the, the Daily Planet that's there. You know, yeah. we're putting up more and more reviews, and we're putting up different stuff like that. So please... Go check it out. Go check us out. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I already said Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna. We're starting to. We're trying to post more on TikTok, and that's yeah. like a thing that you know we keep on yelling at ourselves to do. Uh-huh. And but Mandy's been doing a great job of taking clips
0: from the podcast. Yeah, and, she's so.
1: she's been doing a great job of it. I would love. I I, I want to do that a little bit more and everything, but guys go check it out go at us subscribe tell a friend um everything else if you guys like boba brian yeah like if you like boba Bryan, honestly i'm gonna try and see if i can get lewis to make us a sticker of boba Bryan. yes because i think that would just be so funny oh my god yes (laughs) because that would be hilarious uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah. okay. And uh, and everything else. So we're gonna we're gonna get into comic strips, uh, you know, because we're we're trying to aim for not so much of a long episode today.
0: We want to be more consistent right. and then not so fluff. Yeah. So with Brian um, gone, we gotta really.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have to we have to we manage have to buckle our down. Yeah, we, we have, have to, to buckle down. Yeah, nobody nobody's here to yell at us. Nope. So. Feels weird. It does. It does. F- yeah. It feels weird, right? Yeah. Like even during the skit, we just like got it finished in like yeah. ten minutes and instead mean, of an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, we don't want to, you know, brag or anything. <laughs> yeah. we were
1: pretty efficient. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing against Brian. Though. No, no yeah. <laughs> he's more
0: technical, and he wants. I I like the way Brian directs. So.
1: Oh yeah, if you had any problems with the way that the skit in the very beginning of this episode looked, it was because of me. Mm. I <laughs> I shot yeah. it. <laughs> and then I just kind of, you know, we did whatever it yeah. was. So I mean, if you have a problem with the way that skit looked, sorry, I sorry, I I mean, it's not to the quality you were expecting or if it's the f- your most favorite skit of let all time, let me know. Yeah, yeah let, let us know in the comments. Please, we want to know. Yeah, that way I can, If if it's the best one you've seen in a while, <laughs> yeah, throw it in the comments so I can throw it in Brian's face. Please, <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Yeah. You have no idea how like how much vindication I would love to have. Um, but anyway, we're going to get into comic strips. Yes. We're only going to have two topics for today but, Yeah, uh, that, not a that lot. really happened.
0: Yeah. We want to cut it down. We don't want to drag out. because yeah. me, me and Nick can literally talk about one topic all
1: day for um, a whole podcast. Just too. letting you guys know, we are shooting this on Sunday. We are going to be getting into... last of us yes we're we're gonna literally just got done watching it yeah got done watching it we're we're checking out that we checked out the the last of us we literally finished watching it maybe 15 minutes ago and we'll get into how how our thoughts you know what we expect and everything else then um but first for comic strips uh one of the big things that i wanted to talk about was in dc news because you know dc just seems to release new things every yeah, week. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, it's another week. We should have released something else. Yeah, we're we're due for it to be trending pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we stay trending until a new movie comes out. Uh, no, uh, they they just released that James Gunn is in talks with Matt Reeves mm. and uh, to see where exactly their Batman uh, Matt Reeves' Batman film fits in his universe. Yeah,
0: which is I hate I I kind of knew this was gonna happen. Yes. I knew because, you know, with the Batman movie being a financial success for the studio. It's been one of the most profitable DC movies mm-hmm. as in of, years. In years. And um, I think it was more especially profitable. Especially critically as well too. I think it was more profitable than Justice League. Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah. Which and. is which <laughs> also to have that many people, mm-hmm. that many big name stars, that much budget. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work. Yeah, and really this was a movie. Lot.
0: Movie also, this movie was also filmed during COVID. The Batman, mm. and it was pushed back a whole year. On top of that, as well, too.
1: Yeah, because Pat, because Pattinson had gotten COVID, I think yeah. like once or twice while yeah. on the set. <laughs> like, dang it. Robert, yeah, I remember. Like, I remember whenever we would hear yeah. things about like Pattinson getting yeah. sick, we'd be like, "Put a mask on!" <laughs> Seriously, bro. Just we put want a to mask on the movie. <laughs> put a mask on. Like it's not that hard. It's, it's like, really Well, isn't. He, well he, he got it at while well, he was on set. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have a mask on. To he it. you like, can't yeah. wear the mask. You know? Yeah, Batman doesn't wear a mask. I mean, he I mean, does, yeah. but not a face mask. It would have been like, so funny if they would have made if they would have redone the costume so that way it had like <laughs> some the, sort of like. Built it, in. For it, little if little it kind of looked yeah. like the Batman Beyond like That'd face be funny, mask, yeah. that actually would have been really funny. Um <laughs> but for that Matt Reeves so Matt Reeves is trying to figure out where exactly this is. James yeah. Gunn understands this movie that these movies are financially yeah. uh sustainable. Not only that, but also in the DC universe, like we've said on several occasions, there is room for a multiverse where yeah. we can it's an elseworld story. Mm-hmm. Um this doesn't technically happen in the main universe. But it's a what if, you know, or not necessarily a what if, but more of, you know, on a a different earth, this is what's happening here in Gotham. Yeah. And you can have that inside of the DC universe. You can have that in the Marvel universe, too. Mm -hmm. But I always felt like in a lot more stories work with the multiverse inside of in DC, like they really started manipulating that that multiverse theory, they really got it down to a
0: T when it came to the certain like animated shows or right. animated movies as well too. And Marvel kind of not really I don't want to say drop the ball, but they seemed like they didn't really have a structure when it came to it cuz we thought the whole best part of that was going to be what if. The whole what if series. We're going to get different universes, different stories, different vibes. When really it was you know, Marvel kind of really made it marvel where it's like, oh yeah, well, these are all connected and stuff and it's going to all lead up towards the end. I'm like, I didn't want to see that in the first season. I wanted to see all these different deconstructed universes and stuff. Yeah.
1: I thought, I, I actually thought that C- the CW did a really great job and I've said it on oh, yeah. a couple of different occasions when they did Crisis on Infinite Earths mm-hmm. because they had already kind of established a multiverse. Yeah. They had already established all that. Oh yeah, there's doppelgangers and there's multiple universes. Yeah,
0: so for, I I mean, I'm not a big fan of the CW-verse, but for what they did for Crisis on Infinite Earths, for the budget that they had and the characters that they did, it was actually pretty good. Pretty
1: clever. Not only that, but also it was pretty genius to just go, we've been making DC TV for decades now. We've been making it since the early 2000s, early 90s. I mean, late 90s. Why don't we just use those characters and the same actors that are all still alive and they're all still in more or less good shape? Yeah. And, you know, why don't we bring them back? and just say their shows exist yeah. they they're alive because then you can have those fandoms mm-hmm. that are there and go oh my god i totally remember yeah. that like i remember birds of prey yeah. i remember you know batman 69 mm-hmm. i remember like all, yeah. smallville like you get yeah. like a li- nice little tiny like nods mm-hmm. to all these other things uh brandon Routh superman
0: oh yeah he was like he was the final crisis superman yeah he was that he was, was kingdom Good come yeah he was kingdom he was King- King- come he had yeah. he had
1: the kingdom come hair oh, and he also great. had like the the great. black crest Mm-hmm. Like that's so cool To kind of go like Okay well why don't we Just do these things mm-hmm. And then they brought uh, John Wesley's ship back As the mm-hmm. Flash Oh yeah He was the 90s universe From uh, Was it Earth, 90? Yeah, <laughs> Earth 90 Yeah from Earth uh, 90 They even brought Burt Ward back Oh yeah Burt Ward was there And stuff So that's why I'm saying that They really know how to do These multiverse movies yeah. uh, Or at least These multiversal stories as long as you kind of like have the, the love for these characters. Mm. So DC, I feel cause, and that's the thing though. Warner brothers, I feel did a better job than what if, and also the and also Spy, uh, into the spider verse. Uh, yeah. And well into the spider verse is really good. Into the spider verse is its own little thing. The, yeah. They, that was its own really separate well. thing. But I mean, um, yeah. no way home. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's the thing. Because No Way Home, yes, it does pull, and it's a great movie, mm-hmm. and everything else. But it doesn't. It it, it it has this thing where everybody goes like, "Oh man, how is this going to affect the multiverse? How is you know?" And a it really didn't. Yeah, like how is this multiverse going to yeah. bring into this one, and how is this
0: one going to do this? Well, that's the thing. It was coming into the hype of like when Marvel announced, "Oh, this is the multiverse saga." That's the thing, though. Yeah. And I think, and you didn't do anything. And I think they pulled the trigger too early on that, because now with the end of phase four, and you know, in the beginning of phase five, which is a good transition that I'm doing right now, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we finally, you know, we're gonna get a finally a structure. Right. With Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania.
1: Yeah, because that was the second topic we wanted <laughs> yeah. to talk about. But it's really cool that yeah. Matt Reeves is um, no, that's true, yeah. is talking. We didn't mm-hmm. really finish. Yeah. But it's really cool that they're talking. I'm hoping that it's just it's an I think it's, it's
0: they're they're gonna do
1: it. I I think. I think they should just call it the black label. Yeah. I think they should that's just it. call it like, you know, Batman Black Label mm-hmm. or like these are like black label game, like movies. Well, I mean that's the call thing. It a day. I,
0: I, I it's funny how in my opinion, when you know, fans or just moviegoers in general have to be told that like, oh no, yeah, this Batman universe is, is it's its own separate thing. It does it doesn't need to be part of James
1: Gunn's universe. Which I already assume, you know, when you know, it's it's the Marvel thing because yeah. you know a lot of people are now used to Mar like oh this guy is connected to this yeah. universe and he's connected to everything else. But that's always been DC's worry for like the longest time, where mm. they were going like oh no, uh, you know, if we have a Batman here, we can't have a Batman over here. Yeah, you know and that was the whole reason why Batman couldn't have a TV show for the longest time. That's true. And that was also the reason why Tom Welling could never be in the in the Superman suit because they were like, oh he, yeah, he can't be Superman because no, he. Yeah, he can't be Superman he's playing Clark Kent yeah, yeah. He, the the Superman TV show is about Clark Kent that's mm-hmm. why it's called Smallville mm-hmm. and then and they even said we'll never see him in the suit Like, and they never even called him Superman no no they didn't necessarily they called him the blur or the, the blur. flat or like or they'll red, say
0: the yeah. red streak mm-hmm. or they'll even say like his nicknames like Man of Steel yeah Man of Tomorrow and stuff like that they yeah. would
1: do all these other things but, but the thing is that in that in Smallville, it was supposed to branch off into a Batman show. It was, and it was supposed to be twenty-year-old Batman, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to be in that original Justice League, yeah. and then Warner Brothers was giving him a lot of a lot of heartbreak, yeah, about it. So I don't, I can totally understand. I see where they're going mm-hmm. with it. Where they're like, there can't be two Batmans. Like there mm-hmm. has to be just one Batman. Mm-hmm. And I do like the idea that James Gunn is kind of opening this up and going like, there can be two Batmans.
0: There can be. There's just they're different universes. There could be. The Matt Reeves Batman series. or I mean uh, franchise and then you have
1: his his Batman that he'll be doing for his separate because i I think it would be amazing if they did these little artsy movies mm-hmm. for Batman. Do an artsy movie about poison Ivy do mm-hmm. an artsy movie about because we already did one about the Joker. Mm-hmm. um ooh, do one about uh was it the the little girl who never ages? Oh yeah. From like the from the animated series mm-hmm. where like she's like a forty year old woman but she's she hasn't aged. Yeah. Or anything else. I you can do so many different characters. Yeah, there's so many different like characters like that that
0: you can pull from Batman's you know, Rogues Gallery. Well,
1: I mean not even not even just Batman, like there there's so many characters like um like you can go an entire movie about Bane mm-hmm. and make it uh like and turn it into a fight movie. Like turn mm-hmm. it into a martial arts movie. Yeah. Where he has to go to like a temple and he has to like learn and mm-hmm. he and he gets addicted to venom and everything else. Like mm-hmm. you can you can have these kind of like these kind of movies as like an art house movie and those would be really really cool. And I think also if you were gonna make a Bane movie, I think it should be very like '80s. Mm-hmm. Like it, it should mm-hmm. be like an old Sylvester Stallone movie where mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like.
0: Like a retired wrestler. Like he's a retired
1: wrestler and he's trying to get back into it and he gets addicted to he's getting addicted to venom. (laughs) I'm bane. I'm (laughs) Bane. But uh but yeah, so I'm excited to see that. I hope everybody else is too. Yeah. And everything else. But back but going back to uh Spider I mean to Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Uh it's that the final trailer has finally come out, which I thought was weird because the trailer came out and then I was like, oh, why did the tickets not go on sale?
0: Yeah, I don't know what they're waiting for. I don't know if they're going to be released like the month of.
1: Yeah, I it, it, now mind you, if the tickets have already come out mm-hmm. by you know Wednesday when the, when we're releasing this, then that's totally different. But mm-hmm. honestly, this this usually when these final trailers come out, they mm-hmm. they drop it with the tickets mm-hmm. that we can start reserving your seats, yeah. that we can start doing everything else. And that's really, you know, that was kind of interesting, but the big thing that did come from it was that Darren Cross, Mm -hmm. the, uh, what was it, Yellow Jacket from Ant-Man is now Modoc. is now Modok. Is this universe's Modok? Yeah, he's our universe's Modok. Which I was telling you in our group chat. Mm-hmm. I, I went. That's that makes so much sense, though. Is yeah. that because he, sh- he was he shrunk, was shrinking down? He was shrinking down mm-hmm. incorrectly, so he's like he was he was destroyed, mm-hmm. and then most likely Kang was able to save him before he was able yeah. to like before he shrank out of existence and
0: stopped him, and only stopped like maybe his head and, and that was it
1: yeah like he was able to stop his head and mm-hmm. maybe his his arms were like totally destroyed yeah. or whatever it was and that's really interesting mm-hmm. i do like the idea of we're going to recycle some of these villains and mm-hmm. turn them into another villain yeah why not cuz yellow jacket is it's not ju- it wasn't just Darren Cross there's mm-hmm. a, there's been a couple of yellow jackets yeah. it's more of a moniker yeah and everything else modok i do know is has its own he has his own backstory yeah. where he's, he's supposed to be like this humanoid computer that was then turn that then turned evil yeah. against his creators and they tried to and then he tried to like take over the world because he and he in his mind he feels that he's doing what's right for the earth
0: mm-hmm.
1: and for humanity
0: and, and he's supposed to lead aim too, so. yeah he's oh. also
1: supposed to be one of the one of the head researchers for aim mm-hmm. um that which is really interesting i'm looking forward to seeing how Modoc comes out mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to seeing how ant-man and the how uh quantum Minium comes out because more and more trailers that i see coming from ant-man mm-hmm. really makes me think that yeah, he's gonna die that's like, the thing
0: like it's weird how you got from the um release trailer to this trailer now two different vibes I, really big, two different vibes. I feel so much more vindicated mm-hmm. in this trailer, though. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I, I think what I love is that I love to see heroes like really kind of just like beaten down. Uh-huh. It just makes the like the the whole friggin. Uh, scenario just like really kind of like you're like (gasps) you're like what's gonna happen and
1: i also i love the line of i don't need to win Mm -hmm. we both just have have to to lose lose. which i love that line so much but
0: i would have rather seen it on screen. screen yeah because i get it they you know in every single marvel trailer they always have to have that one liner you know, that one line that takes you and be like, I'm going to go see the movie. Like that's that line, that. I'm seeing it. So, like, with, you know, um, with Civil War, when, you know, um, when Cap and Iron Man are fighting, he goes, he was my friend. And then Tony says, so was I. And then Boone just starts, you know, and then that and gets you hiding And you're like, oh, my God, it, hurt. it and hurts. It hurts. And then in, what is it, in... A, Well, multiverse of badness. I, my personal favorite line in the trailer was when Scarlet Witch was talking to Doctor Strange and goes, You do whatever you want, and you're called a hero. I do it, and I'm called the villain. How's that fair? And I was like, Dang, that's that's a good good line. line. That's
1: a good line, you know? They're good lines. I, I also really enjoyed this one because you got to see a little bit more of Cassie, Mm -hmm. you and you kind of get Scott's. Strife, you kind of understand why Scott yeah. is tr- working so hard, yeah. Because what it sounds like is it sounds like Cassie Lang is going to jail, which one? she went to jail because mm-hmm. it kind of sounds like she's more of an activist, yeah, like she was speaking out against something and she's an activist, and then, uh, what was it then? they all kind of come together because she's saying, I'm doing an experiment with Mm -hmm. the quantum realm. Mm -hmm. And then they all come over and, Mm -hmm. you know, cause Hank Pam's like, what is she doing with Mm -hmm. the quantum? Like she needs to stop you messing with the quantum realm Mm -hmm. because that's very dangerous, Mm -hmm. you know, because also once again, once you've discovered something, a Mm -hmm. form of science, you've, there's, you can't undiscover it,
0: you know? Um, Yeah. So that's the thing. And it really is interesting because you get to see Scott finally get what he's wanted. Recognition, people love him now he's getting all sorts of you know just great love he's getting a great life yeah he has a
1: great life i'm assuming that his podcast is taking off which is great (laughs) yeah i you know (laughs) i want to i want them to go yeah i really want want to to. want them to show an episode Mm of uh, which uh, of the podcast oh i Um, want to see where michael pena's character is i don't think he's in this movie is he I,
0: they haven't shown. I think. I think they're waiting on him. I think we're because I think. I
1: think he's gonna have like a cameo because mm-hmm. I feel like you can't not have him. Yeah, I think we're gonna see him in the beginning.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. he's gonna
1: be in the beginning. I wouldn't mind it if Luis was his driver. <laughs> hey Scott. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're here. Or <laughs> like, or his uh, his secretary. Oh, like his that'd be great. like his personal secretary. Like I just think that would be really funny if he was like, Hey Scott. So like. I, I signed you up for like four book signings, uh-huh. and then it's just like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah. But they're all at the same time. So, same time. <laughs> and be
0: great. or just see him at the end. He's gonna, you know, tell him like, hey, so like someone wanted to talk to you, so I talked to them instead.
1: <laughs> what about if if Michael Pena is trying to save them on the other side?
0: Oh, that'd be interesting. So, like, trying to open a doorway, and they have to open two doorways. Yeah, they have to open up two doorways at mm-hmm. the same
1: time mm-hmm. in order to like, because like Kang's been trying to open yeah. the doorway, and then when Cassie opened up the doorway. Yeah. He that's how that's how everybody gets sucked in. Yeah. Um, but what it does look like is that Cassie that Cassie has been doing more and more research mm-hmm. into the quantum realm. And it looks like Kang has been talking to her. Mm-hmm. Kang has been trying to uh w- she started reaching out into the quantum realm mm-hmm. because of what her dad had told her she mm-hmm. he had seen. Yeah. She reached out and then somebody reached back. Because mm-hmm. that's where uh Janet Van Dyme says, Who have you been talking to? Yeah. And and that's where you kind of get that whole Kang thing but from Scott's point of view it does look like you get more of a he's regretting that he's missed fi- so much time with Cassie. Yeah. That he wasn't around that you know for he so so seen her grow up from a little girl to a teenager. Now. Yeah, because she's a different person now. She's mm-hmm. no longer his little girl, mm-hmm. she's a grown woman. Mhm and he missed everything. Yeah. You know, and that and I can only imagine, you know, how hard that would be and him just wanting that time back. Mhm. And him realizing that even with his, you know, with his life and yeah. the way that everything's going that he still isn't making time, and mm-hmm. all of this is his fault. And what he wants is he wants that time back. And I was right; it really does sound like they make a deal. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. sounds like they make a deal. I know. I'm
0: really interested to see how it's all going to play out. I want to see how Kang looks like. Kang looks like he's going to escape from the quantum realm. Yes. I don't think Ant Man or Scott Lang's going to die per se. I think if anything, we might get
1: him trapped in the quantum realm. See, but that was, but that that's also the MacGuffin that mm-hmm. we have yeah. of like, we've been to the quantum realm we've gotten out of the quantum mm-hmm. realm. So you can't be trapped in the quantum realm mm-hmm. unless like you're specifically holding on to a, like a key element that they mm-hmm. need yeah. to get there. But the Pim particles, unless I really do think that Hank Pym's going to die for sure. Yeah, you know I can see that. More I think likely. I think if anything, Hank Pym is gonna die. Mm-hmm. Maybe Janet. Maybe. Maybe Janet. Um, you know, because that's pretty heartbreaking. But I do feel that Hank Pym is a little more likely to die, mm-hmm. just because, because you can then say an Ant Man dies, and mm-hmm. I do think that would be interesting if he dies mm-hmm. in the suit. Yeah. If he goes, mm-hmm. you know, and he's he's been oh working he uses on the it, suit, yeah, and he uses the suit. You know, one more time mm-hmm. to fight to help fight Kang. Yeah, and that's like the last time because he even says too, like if I put the suit on one more time, mm-hmm. I could die. Yeah, and everything, and I, you know, that would give. I think that would be a nice little send off to Hank Pym. Yeah, he's like he's the reason why
0: he sacrifices himself to get them out. Yes, yeah, that'd be cool. I like that.
1: And then you know you lose one figure, and mm-hmm. you know he gets to say goodbye to his wife, his daughter, mm-hmm. and then you know it's it, I feel because I've noticed that all of these new movies they kind of feel like they're all family movies. They're all very much about like family and staying mm-hmm. together yeah. and everything else. So I mean I'm I'm hyped about it. I Definitely. think I think I'm more interested in this one. Then Doctor Strange, because Doctor Strange, I was interested in it because of Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I mean, because of um, Far No Way Home. Yeah, I was more interested about that, and I thought that was going to connect more. Which that was the weird thing yeah. is that it, you really did feel that, like, because I remember early talks were like, Tom Holland's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. You know, after what happened there, because yeah. I so I thought it was going to be an A and B.
0: Yeah, movie. that's the thing, and it made it seem like that too, because you have Doctor Strange connected to it. And well, I don't know. Maybe it was COVID that really kind of like threw everything for a loop, because maybe. originally Doctor Strange was supposed to be in one one division. Yeah, but because of COVID and scheduling conflicts, that's why it well, says please.
1: And and they even say too mm-hmm. that the dreams that mm-hmm. she's having or the commercials is Doctor Strange trying to communicate with her. Mm-hmm. That's why the last dream says, "Please consult with your doctor before taking." Yeah, and so it's it's strange trying to communicate with her to you know stops to, mm-hmm. to stop it
0: they were also, I think they said they were also afraid that Benedict Cumberbatch would take the spotlight from Elizabeth Olsen in the last episode,
1: at she least. She was, he was, you know what? Honestly, they they were doing so much mm-hmm. in that episode. I think a Cumber because what does that mean about Wong? That's true, yeah. Because they did it with Wong mm-hmm. going into... She um, Hulk, She Hulk, and Shang Shang Chi, one. and Shang Chi, uh, yeah. Wong didn't do anything. He didn't. He didn't take the the spotlight away from them. No, no, at all. Or anything like that. And he was in there a lot longer than a, just like a quick wink <laughs> yeah. to the camera. That's true. Yeah. He's Wongers.
0: Wongers. He's Wongers. Wongers. <laughs> Wongers. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> There's and speaking of which, they're mm-hmm. also they're planning on making uh, yeah. a Wong TV I show. Won, you know, I would watch that. I, I would, would watch. I uh, would
0: love to watch Wong in a Disney Plus. You know
1: what? And I would like to watch Wong rebuild the the sorcerers. Like, oh yeah, because the, Wanda killed most was of it. Them. Was it
0: Kamertage?
1: She destroyed most yeah. of Kamertage. Yeah. And like she killed most of the sorcerers, mm-hmm. which is interesting because you know at, technically who's protecting anybody? That's true. She killed like eighty percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and so it, it's really interesting that uh these movies are kind of coming out yeah but you know so i'm i'm excited as soon as the tickets come out i'm gonna uh, we're gonna be reserving ours, Yeah, definitely and i can't wait to kind of see where that goes mm-hmm. um but main i i really wanted to get into it and i want to give us enough time to you know have a full conversation about it because i really feel like we could spend a lot of time on it is the last of us yes the last of us it finally came out. First episode, hour and twenty minutes. Oh, it's a long minutes. time coming. Too. It's a long time coming. It's a show that has been in production for a few years. I think like a decade. I think. I know that the rights got sold about a decade and a half ago. Yeah. It probably as soon as the game came out. Yeah. The first well, game was The, the first game. It? The first game came out ten years ago. Yeah. It came out twenty. Oh, which on Twenty thirteen. Yeah. So, and I know as soon as the game came out, people were already starting to talk about we should make a show about this. Yeah. So it I mean, show, yeah. having it, you know. So this has been years in the making mm-hmm. of having it, um, and you know what I have to say. I loved every minute of this yeah, show. It was a good, like, great first
0: episode. It was a
1: great first episode. Oh. I mean, the episode killed it. And I think me and you both kind of were surprised. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we were surprised. Because, <laughs> you know, Sony, and, Sony and PlayStation... In, PlayStation Studios both were involved and and Naughty Dog Studios they were all very very involved in the creation of this show and one of the coolest things that they brought in was the music yeah that was immediately you hear it in the opening so great and we were screaming we were like what? yeah yes yeah and I I, know what I really loved I liked how the how uh, the fungus is going over and you could see it like spreading through the United States yeah but it looked like a load screen mm-hmm. from the game, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so yeah, good! It's so cool. Like it just makes so much sense." Yeah, you know, and you, you can really tell how much music mm-hmm. really brings you into the into games mm-hmm. because you know because of the music mm-hmm. and everything else, right, Brian? Yes. Yeah. And uh, but the mu- <laughs> but the music really does. Kind of bring a lot into this. Yeah. It really, it, it really did because every step of this, of the way throughout this episode. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, Pedro Pascal, everybody, yeah. they did an amazing job in this first yeah. episode. Uh, I, I there was there was even some details that they added, added on,
0: and they were like, oh, okay, well that makes sense for the character. Like the whole
1: you, you saw at first was the truck. Yes, on yeah. the back of the truck, mm-hmm. it says veteran in the armed forces Mm -hmm. doesn't say what branch Yeah, just says veteran of armed forces yeah which i thought was interesting because i was like oh my god that makes no sense yeah that makes so much sense because now you are you don't question his survivability yeah you don't question him holding a gun yeah you don't question if he has to craft or not only that but also his you know how he can survive and kind of map out an area yeah yeah. So, you know, he has really great instincts. From and that being... kicked in right away, too. That's the thing. Yeah. When... And...
0: Yeah, go ahead. No, oh, no, no, no. Go Yeah. That kicked in right away when the scene, again, when they're driving out of the little town and into the nearest city, Joel's already mapping it out in his head. He's like, we got to avoid major cities. We got to hit just the interstate roads, stop at only certain gas stations and stores, yeah. get what we need. If we keep following down the river... We'll be out towards Mexico and stuff like that. We just need to get out of here. You know, it was really interesting.
1: I thought was interesting because a good portion of the beginning of the episode, I think maybe the first half an hour Mm -hmm. is brand new. It's a lot of brand new stuff. Mm -hmm. It's the day. It's the morning of.
0: Yes. Instead of the night of we are we are just dropped into the morning of the outbreak.
1: Yeah. By the way. We haven't really said anything spoilery. Yeah. We're gonna say some spoilers. This is some spoiler stuff. Right? I yeah. really you know, if that's the case.
0: Really quick, can you just check on that camera really quick? Yeah. So that way is it still going? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see. Anyway. So yeah, we're so no spoilers. This I mean the spoilers, we're gonna start from watching spoilers, guys. I mean, talking about spoilers. I'm trying to talk and you know manage it, but I'm not doing a good job. But uh, <laughs> we're am, gonna be starting am. spoilers right now. So
1: yeah, so we're gonna talk about some spoilers. We're gonna go into the into the episode. I, I mean, we could really dissect this episode. I mean, I played I played uh, the I played Last of Us. You played Last. Of I Us. played Last of I, Us. Did, um, the funny thing was, I remember the first time playing the Last of Us, mm-hmm. I had just gotten hired as an intern. Mm-hmm. At, at a video game company and it I was working on the game genie for the game genie mm-hmm. where I was making cheats for the game. <laughs> yeah. And my boss at the time goes, "You need to finish the game by tomorrow." What? You need to speed run this game. How do you speed run last of us? Dude, it was so hard.
0: <laughs> on what so difficulty?
1: Hard. Luckily I could do it I, I could do it on normal. Oh okay. Cause it doesn't matter about oh like God. it doesn't matter where the save is. Mm-hmm. So I have to be able to make saves and so that way I can then edit the cheats. Mm. So I had to like every single time I would like yeah. collect something, I would have to like save. I would have to do like an automatic save or I'd have to do everything else. It was hard. I think I I, I remember finishing the day. Because I got there at 7 o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. and I just sat in a chair playing Last of Us all the way until 6 p.m. Wow. Then I didn't finish, and I knew I needed to finish it by the morning yeah. of, so I stayed up all more, all night oh, man. playing it. When I got back into the office, I still wasn't done. That's what
0: I'm saying, because that's not a 24-hour game. Yeah,
1: I think I finished it within 48 hours, though.
0: Yeah, because there's even... when you, even on It took me like two days. Even on regular you 're playing on the difficulty of just the normal difficulty like you still have to kind of like go through certain stealth missions where you can't you can't really you know push through those oh quickly. no
1: it is impossible
0: yeah <laughs> because you have to be quiet so you kind of, you're going you're moving you're like like this it was so yeah. hard because those those freaking um
1: those yeah. those npcs can still hear you like yeah they, if you're I mean, if you're moving too fast or you uh-huh. step on the glass or mm-hmm. anything like that yeah. then they would hear you yeah. and then the and then they would just cut or mm-hmm. uh immediately a clicker would turn around and yeah. kill you yeah and so i remember being so frustrated because i was trying to speed run mm-hmm. as hard as possible and it wasn't yeah. and everything else so not to mention like you gotta
0: you gotta like conserve your ammo yeah, it was a hard game. What you craft and so well. It was
1: really so that was the thing though is that I feel like when I first played it, I didn't really get to enjoy it. Then I played it again, yeah. and then I would I like I stretched it where I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna play like play a little bit, then I'm gonna play a little bit, then I'm gonna play a little bit. Yeah. But I have to admit, going through this first episode, it added a lot of details to the first to the game. Oh, yeah. It added so much stuff, like mm-hmm. the veteran thing, like the relationship between Ellie and, uh, I mean, Ellie, uh, Sarah and Joel yeah. and Tommy. Yeah. Because in the game, they don't really say where Joel goes. No. Yeah. Like, Joel just kind of disappeared in the middle. He put he put Sarah to bed. Mm-hmm. And then, because I do like that same transition that they did. It works. It, 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 still, it still, still works. It still works. Yeah. The it's the transition where Joel puts her in bed. Yeah, she's laying there, and then she turns over, and he even says it's ten o'clock. He goes, "It's ten o'clock right now." Mm-hmm. So then, and then she turns over like almost immediately, and then you can it's see already, the clock, yeah. and it's two fifteen. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Oh, and they they do that a lot yeah. with the time." Yeah,
0: time really moves around in this episode, but not in a bad way. But you're watching it, and you're like, "They really kind of like want to stick to the whole." You know, when they sleep, a large amount of time has passed. Yes. So when there's even a scene where Joel, you know, he's in his apartment, he nods off and it's been hours,
1: hours. It was early in the morning and then, or no, it was in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And by the time it was already, uh, it was was already already evening. Yeah, the evening. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really interesting because that's, that's a great way to speed stuff up. Yeah. Because especially because there was a lot of times inside of The Last of Us where they would go, okay, cool, we're gonna have to wait until nighttime yeah. to do this, and then you know then the game would do that itself, where it would then you know go into the sky and then it would come back down and then you know you could start the mission. So I really do like the idea of them going, okay, cool, we're gonna have to play with time a little bit in yeah. in these areas. Um, that was great. I also really love the idea that they were making a big deal about this watch. Yeah, I love the idea that they're making, you know, and it's subtle things too. Like, mm. Pedro Pascal was just killing it.
0: Yeah, he was really cool. Like, even when he was a younger version of Joel, he was still doing, like, his little... Mm. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Great yeah. little yeah. details. He's so doing the great love.
1: groan or mm. um, the... What was it? He goes to go look at his watch mm. and he realizes... Or no, he goes to go check his, for his keys and mm. he realizes that his watch isn't there. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. like I don't have yeah, a watch. He's,
0: so, he's so used to having the watch, he's all... Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he realizes,
1: oh, yeah, my watch is broken mm-hmm. and everything. And I thought that was really cool. There, there's so much stuff because even because once you get to nighttime, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like they just got the game and then just went, we're going to we're just gonna do this. Oh, action. yeah. The
0: whole the whole uh, scene where they're in the truck and you see it in the game, too. You know, it's all in the perspective of um, Sarah. Sarah's uh, point of view. And that's how it is in the game, you know. I mean, that's how it is in the show, in the first episode. It's all tight. You're in the car, and you're seeing everything from everyone's perspective, you know. There's the house burning, and then there's the people that are, the car broke down, and they're trying to get help, and then Joel's like, no, we gotta keep going. I'm like, this is verbatim. Like, this is shot by
1: shot. I thought it was so interesting, too, Mm -hmm. because you still remember lines from the game, Mm -hmm. because you know, right as they were saying them, yeah. you were, you were saying it. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, all right, cool. You still remember, you still remember the lines. That's oh, I good. I remember the lines, yeah. So yeah. Bad. And, uh, what was it? I love, I love the idea of somebody will come. Mm-hmm. Somebody will, yeah. somebody's going to roll through. Mm-hmm. And I do love that idea of like, Joel's a survivor. Yeah. And no matter what, he's going to survive, whatever yeah. he has to do.
0: Mm-hmm. No
1: and matter what it costs, yeah. Yeah. No matter what it costs, no matter what he has to do, mm-hmm. Joel's a survivor. Which will pay off,
0: towards the end of the series what you'll see yeah
1: so I'm excited about that that's gonna you know that whole thing is gonna be great Mm -hmm. you when we first started watching the Mm -hmm. episode you were like they're gonna end it with Ellie they're gonna end it with Ellie Ellie getting met it's either
0: they meet Ellie or they find out Ellie's infected yeah
1: Yeah, which you were right. Yes. You were right. Spoiler. (laughs) Spoiler, yeah. yes, that is how they end the episode. Yeah, because
0: I feel like you can't go too much far into it. Like, I call, you know, it it does make sense. You're doing that whole, I want to say, like, 30-minute epilogue. And then, like, the last 20, 15 minutes is just Joel 20 years later. We get to see where he's at. He's doing odd jobs, but then also smuggling on top of that as well, too. Yeah. And then, like, but what I love is that you're not seeing – the brutality of how Joel is right away. They're really saving that, mm-hmm. but, it's, but it's being talked. It's but being you mentioned.
1: Can, you can also see where Joel is, where he's very slighted. He's yeah. very much slighted mm-hmm. just because of, you know, like there's that one scene. Because I, I actually really did it. I really loved it. Because mm-hmm. just the way that you can see how the world has transformed. Because mm-hmm. right when you get to 20 years later, you're following a little girl who's mm-hmm. wandering the wasteland. Oh, yeah. And right when you do that, you then see the little girl she shows up to the the qZ mm-hmm. and in Boston, and they start checking her out. and you and immediately, without having to tell you what's going on, you mm-hmm. kind of understand what's going what what's happening. Yeah, you realize that the infection has now gone gone on for years. they they're a lot more understanding of what yeah. is actually happening. Mm-hmm. They have a lot more information because you can see signs on the wall that says this is what the like this. These are the symptoms. Mm-hmm. This is how much time you have until, uh, to cut off a limb. Yeah, you know, if somebody is bit mm-hmm. or anything, um, and they're they're telling you all these little tiny things. They even show that they have a little uh, monitor. Yeah, it's like it kind of. I guess I guess it's like a, like
0: maybe like a little. Um, I think it, I think it tests your skin if there's fungus on it. Yeah. or, or it could have been like a little like the diabetic pin that I have. Could be. And it just goes, like a small little nick and they just kind of test your shit it stream. could be
1: in the it could be like uh like a thing on the blood or it's taking like mm-hmm. the air cuz it, kind of, it kind of sounds like compressed air mm-hmm. when it goes in but oh, it yeah. could just be like you know just like really quick mm-hmm. but that's that's not the point they, they go into it and they in you can kind of see how ruthless the entire world is oh, become yeah.
0: like as soon as you're infected that's it they're yeah that's
1: like, it we're done mm-hmm. and you know it, you see that because this little girl she goes in uh the fedra are there mm-hmm. and you know they're asking them que- they're asking her just like simple questions they're yeah. just going like okay where did you get that scrape mm-hmm. you know how long have you been out there were you alone yeah it's weird how so calm they yeah. were and so
0: gaslight how easy it was to gaslight the little girl and just be like you know what kind of food do you like you know once we take care of all this you know we want to know what your favorite food is we'll get you food we'll get you fed we'll get you some new clothes and some toys to play with and then just just automatically yeah Yeah, take this medicine just just take this medicine you'll be fine and then immediately cut into a fire pit Where they're burning... They're burning infected bodies, obviously. But then we see Joel and this new character that we got introduced is Tess. And... Was that Tess? Yeah, that was Tess. Yeah. Tess Tess was the one that was burning the bodies? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's like, I can't do it, you know. I I want to say that was Tess.
1: No, I thought it was just a, a regular. Was I it was another just, girl? It was just a normal person because oh, Tess yeah. wasn't. He wasn't with Tess yet because Tess was being held oh, by okay. the guys.
0: Oh, that's what it was. Okay, I
1: thought it was Tess. That's because right. remember, she even says like you like. What are you going to do? You're going to hold me here all day. Yeah. So okay. while Joel was dealing with that, so mm-hmm. she was on the other side of town.
0: Yeah, and then Joel's just throwing the bodies, and then. I guess the other woman was like, "I can't do it." I, I, yeah, I can't
1: dump a kid. Uh-huh. I can't dump a kid. You just see and then, Joel pick then, up the kid,
0: yeah. and then we're, we see it's the same girl that we saw in the beginning of this episode
1: because you can see the shoes. Yeah,
0: the shoes and stuff. It was, you know, they really implemented on her shoes, kind of like how uh, um, JoJo Rabbit was. You know, and it was it was kind of like really, but we get a tone of this our new world. Yeah, it's harsh. That's it. You know, you've got to survive in some way. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, which is interesting. And even Joel picks up the body of the little girl and just throws her in there, you know, because he knows that's, you know, that's, that's how life. it is. That's, that's life now. Yeah. Yeah. This that's is it. Life. This is it. This is the new norm, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it was interesting. It was really cool. You get to see that. And you can tell that this series or the show creators as well, too, they, they're like, yeah, we're not going to hold back. This is it. This mm-hmm. is the new world. We have to show how brutal it is how everything's changed humanity
1: is no longer around you know yeah and that's the that's the really interesting thing about it and you know what the cool thing also and we were talking about it was that a lot of video game adaptation yeah. mm-hmm. like come like anybody that's any studio that's thinking about we're gonna add up add up to game mm-hmm. or we're gonna, we're gonna adapt um a video uh you know some kind of like animated thing or mm-hmm. anything like that yeah Take this as like the point. It did amazing, people loved it, and everything else. They basically just redid the show. I mean, the game, yeah, the show just rehashed the game mm-hmm. with like a couple of added things because yeah. they were like, thematically, this would fit a lot better. Yeah. We need a little more, you know, because we're the thing is, is that you're not going to get those little moments when Joel and Ellie are walking around yeah. for like long periods of time yeah. when you're searching to get these stories that Joel usually tells Ellie or, you know, questions that she asks him or anything else. So we need to be able to show it instead of tell you. Yeah. And that's great. And they, yeah, you know what? And they did cut, cut corners when it came
0: to, we're going to get here to here. Um, especially to the part when like, you know, they changed up a pretty good amount of stuff of why Joel goes after or wants to go after Robert, um, as opposed to like, Oh, you know, um, we gotta get uh, Joel and Ellie together, and then they have to go on in the in this main arc and stuff. Yeah, like it's
1: that. it's kind of like um, they were they bumped into each other.
0: Yeah, which I liked. That's the thing. I liked how that's that was the case. I was like, okay, cool. It was just a random happenstance. You know, it's just their cr- paths got cr- crossed. Yeah, you know.
1: So, I also really love the idea that they went with the John Wick style of showing that he's. He's really good at what he does. Yeah. He's really dangerous mm-hmm. because everybody is afraid of him. Oh yeah, because, because Robert,
0: Robert. Yeah, Robert was afraid too. He's like, "What about your man?" You know.
1: Yeah, and that was an interesting change too because it was always kind of suggested that Tess and Joe may have been mm-hmm. dating, kind yeah. of. In this one, they were just like, "Yeah, they're dating."
0: Yeah. No. The, yeah. They're They're definitely an item. If Be- not, then they're really close partners. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because they are smuggling partners mm-hmm. and everything else. I I think that you know in the game they used to date or they mm-hmm. were dating it's something happened. It's something. Yeah. something's there and everything else mm-hmm. um but you know the whole the whole entity of this mm-hmm. really shows what happens when a studio goes to the developers of mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. or of the content that they're recreating yeah and then goes, how should we do it? Mm-hmm. How do you think that we should do this? You know, do we? Do we? You know, how do we shoot this? How do we do yeah, this? What's the best way to do about this? How do we? How can we tell this story the best possible way? Mm-hmm. And, you know, having the original creators really makes that difference, mm. you know, because they got the music that got you into the world. They mm. show they use the same kind of camera movements yeah. they used. Uh, they're, they're using the same stories there. And I'm thinking they
0: used uh, background concept pieces because it was looks like verbatim. The, I, the game. I, the game. The I, whole, you know, was it, it was uh, Boston. Boston. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. This looks just like a piece of the game in real life, you
1: know. Yeah, and you know, it, it they really did do concept art really well for it, yeah. and they did all these other things, and I loved kind of seeing the relationship between Ellie and Joel. You know, they they are only they're together very shortly, yeah. shortly in the game. I mean, inside of the in the episode,
0: I do like too that we haven't gotten a um, a real moving clicker yet. We got a person that was stuck in a wall that Were was they, the was, fully infected. Yeah,
1: it was yeah. a fully infected where they had just become, you know, where they would become spores. Mm-hmm. They're starting to become spores yeah. because that was a big thing too mm-hmm. of like if a clicker's dead and it's been sitting here a long time yeah. without being burned, it then turns into a spore mm-hmm. and that can also infect you because you breathe it in and mm-hmm. then it infects you. Yeah. Um and that was the whole reason why you had the mask. Yeah. Um and it's so interesting to cuz that was a gr- that was beautiful mm-hmm. like to actually see a All full-on right. clicker, like, attached to the wall mm-hmm. and everything else. Can't yeah. wait to see a bloater. I, well, th- I think that that's going to happen yeah. because you see it in the trailer and mm-hmm. that's going to be great. I
0: can't wait to see
1: a bloater. Um, I know we were super excited because at the very end mm-hmm. they showed, like, because we thought, oh, they're going to show you what happens next week. Yeah. And it was, like, this season in The, the Last of the Us. The Last of Us, yeah. You get and to I, see characters.
0: Uh, One in particular is one of the saddest arcs as opposed to, um, what is it, Uh, Sarah's arc in the beginning. You get to see the two brothers. Yeah.
1: A clip of them together. And I was like, ah. You get to see Joel, it, what yeah. looks like in a hospital. Oh my you can gosh! See, you yes, like a, you you can see a bunch of different things mm-hmm. from this, yeah. and you know you you see the snow. You can see mm-hmm. everything else, and you're kind of like, "Whoa, this is insane!" Yeah. They're gonna get, they're gonna, they're gonna do a lot mm-hmm. inside of this.
0: Yeah, because um, they're only doing the first half of Last of Us from the game in season one, and we're in season two. We're gonna get the second half, which is basically the whole winter season yes and i'm really interested to see how that's gonna play out and then but i keep you know what's funny is that i keep forgetting how great fall and or wait it was spring and autumn yeah those ones were really good those were really good story arcs especially with the two brothers and then one with um the guy that's like a doomsday prepper in yeah, a way yeah, The yeah. nick well nick offerman's character yeah coming up it looks like they really dwelled into his past and then we get to see a little bit of Ellie's past, which is usually we, that was an an extra in the end of the first game. Mm-hmm. When you, when you finish the game, you get to play that as well too. But it looks like, no, they're going to show us gonna like, add a little more yeah, they're going to show us, you know, Ellie and her best friend and what happens to them, um, how Ellie gets infected and stuff like that. How she got bit the first yeah, time. Yeah. How she got, got, got bit the else. first
1: time and what happened to her exactly. Yeah. And that's, that all of that is going to be really mm-hmm. awesome. I can't wait. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be so dramatic. I we we didn't even we didn't even realize it, mm-hmm. but the person that plays oh um, yeah, which what's her name? Um, um Mont- uh, no Mel- Malone no. Look it up real quick. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, but anyway, I I the, it really goes to show towards the the actual production of it where they actually got a voice actor from the game. Yeah. And brought her up and went. Okay, cool. You're gonna you're you're gonna also do the live action, which I thought was insane because that was so interesting. Troy Baker's gonna be in the show. Oh yeah, but he's not disclosing who he is yet. That's pretty sick. Okay, so it's Marlene. Marlene. Yes.
0: Yes. The well, the one of the head ups in the the Fireflies. Fireflies. And a very crucial character in the game as well too. The original voice actress is playing the live action rendition of Marlene in The Last of Us, and it's
1: so interesting because she's talking about it in the in the in the featurette at the very end, Mm -hmm. and she's like, "Well, I mean, I've been with her for decades. Like, I I know this character because you know this is the first time I've stepped into it. Again, that's
0: it's so it's so cool that they're finally kind of like, you know, they're they're really considering okay well you know the person that did in the game did a good job you know why go through the trouble you know she already knows the character yeah she already knows how to play the character she voiced it and now she just has to
1: basically bring that to life yeah because we were because we were looking at it we were like man she really looks like Marlene from the game yeah she really looks like her and yeah, they did a good job of making her look like actually Marlene and I, then and then they were like oh yeah no they mo they mocapped it after yeah. after Merle Dandridge and we yeah. were like oh that makes total sense yeah <laughs>
0: I was like, dang, all right. Yeah, that would make
1: total sense that <laughs> like would, she would yeah. look exactly like her. Which is
0: funny, they didn't do that with Troy Baker or um even uh what's her name? Ashley Johnson? Yeah, the original voice actress yeah. for um they made him for look Ellie. well, I mean
1: well, they kind of made her look like Ellie in a bit. A little bit she looks a little more like Elliot Page. I yeah. always thought I always thought she looked well, a little more I, like Elliot. Page. I, I heard that was
0: the original design. Yeah, is she, and then they had to change it. They, they had to render it differently because uh, she was doing heavy rain.
1: That would make sense. Yeah,
0: and um, they had to change. Oh, no, was it heavy rain or was it two souls? I thought it was just rain. Was it rain? Oh yeah, it was just rain. Yeah, it was just rain, not yeah. heavy rain. Yeah. But yeah, it was like rain. Mm-hmm.
1: But I, also, <clears throat> Troy Troy Baker is an amazing voice actor. And everything, I, I don't, I've never really seen him in anything live action. mm mm-hmm. um, Not only that, but also I think you're going to get more people to see Pedro Pascal just playing an yeah. unarmored Mandalorian. Yeah. you no, I mean, be to see his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is so this interesting. Is the way. You know, what's, you know what's so funny? Mm-hmm. That we're going to watch this show. Mm-hmm it's then going to oh, end yeah. and then we're going to get the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah instead of you know
0: zombie apocalypse daddy we're going to get space daddy we're going to get space daddy yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: dang so, so that's going to be so interesting yeah of like it, this is just going to be a year of Pedro Pascal yeah and i do not mad at people. it yeah I'm not, just, not mad at that yeah just taking care of and mm-hmm. escorting people I think it's going to be so hilarious but it's so funny how Pedro Pascal's career just like skyrocketed after the Mandalorian after the Mandalorian he's getting tired. Yeah. Cast yeah. in which I'm okay with.
0: No, that's the thing. It's it's a great typecast to be stuck in playing a sensual stepdaddy. You know, yeah, you like, he's playing stepdaddy in <laughs> I, most of his roles.
1: I also I didn't realize this until you told me that he was 47. Yeah, he does the same look, here. He does not no, look. 47 he looks. Anymore. He
0: looks like at least an early 40 person, like or early
1: 40s, maybe l- 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 late, late 30s. 30s. Yeah, he looks
0: good. He looks great for his age. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm super excited. I can't wait to see where this goes. Same. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think. Put it in the comments. Put it in everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, and everything else. I will we uh, be touching on episode two later. You know what? I, think, to come? I I think to I think next week we'll talk about it again. Okay. We'll see we'll see because that's the first forty five minute one. Yeah. So let's see where it's going. Let's see where the yeah, trajectory this is. This was an eighty minute episode. Yeah. The next one's only going to be forty. So all right. Let's see where it goes. We'll see where it is, and I think we'll end the episode there. Yes. So once again, guys, go ahead and follow us on all of our uh, on all of our social medias. Uh, you know, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, everything. So make sure to subscribe. At the bottom. Make sure to like the video. Comment, you know, are you guys excited about The Last of Us? Are do you guys uh are you interested in Matt Reeves, you know, mm-hmm. having a place inside of uh inside the new DCEU? Do you and want we, to see more Boba
0: Bryan? Do, you know. do you want
1: to do you want to see more Boba Bryan? You know, we didn't really get a chance to interview Boba Bryan. Yeah. That was originally the, the idea. Yeah. But Boba Bryan, he's been sitting there. You know what? This is the quietest Brian has ever been. Yes. And I like it. Uh, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. You know what? I'm a lot calmer. I'm not as like, yeah. amped. I'm not as amped. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you didn't yeah. even have your energy drink. Yeah. I, you know what? I usually have it because yeah. I have to put up with everything. But, <laughs> but you know all what? Right. It, it, it was unneeded today. So let's go ahead and finish this off. Let's go. This has been Keeping Up with the Nerds, Issue 131. My name is Nick Renee. Signing off from Underkid City Comics. We'll see you all next time.
0: This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.